All right, welcome to this next episode in the Preeminent Producer Podcast. This is for the introvert. In a recent coaching call, we had a question that I thought I would ask the coaches for this podcast, and it was along the lines of, if I'm an introvert, how do I effectively sell insurance? So that is the question posed to the coaches today. Let's dive in, and if you're an introvert, pay extra close attention. Are you a commercial insurance producer struggling to stand out from the competition? Do you find it challenging to grow your book of business and create a fulfilling career? If so, then welcome to the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Each week, we'll be tackling important topics, sharing proven strategies and insights from successful producers that are in the trenches and have traveled the journey to becoming a preeminent producer. You'll discover what it really takes to become preeminent and build your book of business in a way that isn't being taught anywhere else. Our hosts are experts in the field and have built thriving businesses by becoming the most trusted advisor to their clients. Welcome to your journey to becoming a preeminent producer. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So in the last uh, coaching call that we did, we had a question come up that we thought was really good and, and ended up being a pretty in-depth question. Uh, and, and there's a lot more talk than what I thought there would be. And it was on the, the, the question was posed of what if you're an introvert? What if you're an introvert and now your job is to sell insurance? What do you do? And I thought you guys brought up some great points. So I thought maybe we could discuss that for a moment. It's kind of a fun topic. I mean, you know, you're you're in an industry where you're an introvert in what is typically an, an extrovert community. And, and um, that can be difficult. Uh, but it can also be a tremendous advantage. You know, we think of insurance brokers, Matt, you and me and, and everybody. Most of us are gregarious, outgoing, just egomaniac, kind of crazy guys and gals. And how do we succeed in building relationships? Well, it's sort of natural to us. And, and people can take a look at that and go, but I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that kind of gal. That's, that's really not my natural. So could I succeed in this? And the answer is absolutely, yes, you can, because you have an advantage actually that we don't have. One of the things that I think successful insurance brokers do is try to just to, to, to separate themselves from the crowd. And we're in a crowd of extroverts and, and you're that introvert and you can sit down with people. I heard it explained so very well uh, from an introverted uh, insurance broker that I know who said, he gets in front of people and says, listen, I'm not the guy or gal who's going to come in and buy you donuts. We're not going to talk about the University of Arizona football program or basketball program. I'm not that kind of person. I'm not going to take you out and play golf. That's just not what I do. I am a technician. I know my stuff. I'm the kind of person you want to hire because I'm going to make sure that your insurance program is exactly what it should be and not a social event. You should wear your introvert. And most of you introverts, I would guess, and this is an assumption, are pretty darn good technicians. You should wear that as a badge of honor. And you should really celebrate the fact that you are different. You're a technician and you're there for business, not for clowning around. And I think you can have every opportunity to succeed as we do, as anybody does, you can do it. If you, if you become a technician, you wear it like a badge, and that becomes really your opening line. And most importantly, then I'll shut up here. Be yourself. Be true to who you are. If you're an extrovert, be true to that. 
if you're an introvert, be true to that because people can see through falsy, salesy kind of things. Matt, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. On that last point, not only can they see through it, but if you've ever tried, and I did this once in my early days, if you've ever tried to be something you're not, it's very uncomfortable for you too. You know, it, it makes it makes this job harder. It's easier just to run with who you are. And your point about wearing it as a badge of honor, coming out, if you are an introvert, coming out in that first meeting with a statement like, this is who I am, you know, essentially this is who I am. This is what you'll get with me. What I cut, I like that number one, but number two, what are most insurance buyers looking for in their insurance broker? Well, I think this is just off the top of my head, but some of the items would be like competence, expertise, honesty and truthfulness. Uh, They're not necessarily and probably are not really looking for the glad hander, slap on the back, you know, buying them donuts, as you said. Now, if you're a combination of all that, fantastic. You know, sure. then you got then you got everything. Yep. And yeah. to some degree, all of us, uh, all insurance producers are somewhere on that continuum. We're a blend of these different personality types. Yeah. Well, but, think- yeah. Oh, yeah. Go, go ahead, ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. Well, well, really, just my last point, I think also that even if one starts out as an introvert in this business, the more you practice, the more you have experience, years under your belt, meeting with clients and prospects, I think the more you can slide on that continuum and, and you know, and augment it. But, sure. but you got to, like you say, bottom line, you got to be yourself, got to be true to who yeah. you are and, and, yeah. and use that as your differentiation. I think the other thing we talked about is confidence and and confidence can be difficult for a lot of people. It can be tough for extroverts and introverts, knowing your craft, rehearsing, practicing, doing all those kind of things. It's so much easier if you've sat down and done a practice with somebody in your office and you've done it three or four times and you get out in live fire and, and you, you're doing it and it's, it's it's much more comfortable. You've done it five times and the sixth time you're done doing it in front of a prospect. So I think that really does help. The other thing that you have to remember, you introverts, if you're watching it and you extroverts, if you're watching this too, people are going to spend more money on their insurance program, most likely, than they do with their CPA or their attorney. Um, it's a serious business. And barring something weird where they, they're embroiled in a lawsuit, uh, they're probably going to spend more in their insurance program. I guess I liken it to, do you really care that the doctor you're going to go see is just this gregarious, wonderful, fabulous, outgoing man or woman? Or do you want her or him to be incredibly competent? Yes, good bedside manner. They want to care for you. Those kind of things is really important. But do you really want them? I want them to be really great at knowing what's wrong with me and how to fix me. And I don't care about their golf game. I want them to fix me. And I think your approach can be the same thing, you introverts, is that, again, I am here to fix your insurance program. I, I am the best at what I do. 
and wear that introvert, if you will, as the say it again, the badge of honor is that that can be instead of a weak point, that can be your strength. I mean, that can be what does separate you from every other glad hander that comes in the door says, hey, Paul, hey, what do you think about this or that and blah, blah, blah. And you're the guy or you're the gal that comes in and says, it's not who I am. I am here for your insurance program to give you absolute, to do an analysis, find out whatever your sales approach is, however you find that pain and emotion, you're there with serious business and, and that's your advantage. Absolutely. You know, what's kind of interesting, if I recall correctly, when the subject came up in the first place last week, I think it was, I think it came out of a discussion we were having about building rapport mm-hmm. with prospects. And so it's so my point there being, or my observation being, that even if you were the most introvert, introverted introvert of all time, <laughs> and you're trying to produce insurance, you've still... And so that rapport building may be difficult for you, but you've got to work on some level of rapport building as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think, yeah, and I think the other thing, Matt, that might help work as a team. Oh, absolutely, uh, that would help you also. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can you can talk about your strengths and weaknesses with a teammate. Team selling, you are more apt to be successful if you team sell than if you don't. But team selling, we can do a whole we can do a whole podcast on team selling. But we just should. know, most of you introverts, it's it's a lot easier for you to go with somebody, especially somebody you've worked with, somebody maybe you've gone out on appointments with before. You've got strengths, she's got strengths, he's got strengths. Play off your strengths, and uh, and that's a that could be a oh. really really great way to help you with your confidence as well. Rick, I'm so glad you brought up the team selling. Absolutely. I'm such a huge proponent of that. I think any of us that have done that become proponents of it. It's it's uh, it's a great pathway to success. And ideally, if your team member, if you're complementary to each other, maybe you are an introvert and you're never going to totally change that. Maybe the other guy's got the extrovert, you know, in his personality. It's a good blend. Yeah. And you can be very comfortable in a role as a introverted technician if, yes. you have, if you have the uh, additional uh, uh, bonus, if you will, of having your team member being a little more towards the extroverted side of that. And it makes it very comfortable, easy to do. You don't have to worry about what am I going to say for the next 60 minutes because you play off each other and with the prospect, of course. So yeah, right. the team selling huge confidence builder, especially for somebody if, if they happen to be brand new at this and are a little bit bit shy about doing it. You know, I actually remember, <clears throat> excuse me, when I got into not the industry, but my first pr- production role at an agency, my background, I had been in the industry as an underwriter. A lot of underwriters are typically kind of extroverted. It, it makes you that way, I guess. And I distinctly remember being scared to death about going out and producing to the point where I told my first employer, my retail agency employer, who was hiring me to be a marketing person, I said, don't ever think that I'm joining you to to become a producer someday. And of course, then one day he said, hey, I want you to go out and produce. And I thought, I told you I wouldn't do that. So I went out on my very first meeting and it happened to be, as I recall now, a team selling arrangement. 
And it was so funny, like a lot of things in life, what I feared most turned out to be no big deal. I just fell right into it. It was natural, you know, just, you know, but, but maybe it would not have been as natural if I hadn't had that team member there. Not could sure. be. That could yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think we, we all kind of wonder is what does it take to be a successful insurance agent? Do I have to be an extrovert? Do I have to be this or that? Mm-hmm. There is one common denominator I think all successful producers have, whether they're new, whether they're not new, whether they're extroverts, introverts, it's hard work is what is the common denominator. People willing to put in the time and effort to become professional in their career and really work at being the best extrovert you can be or wearing that introvert as your advantage and and working hard to become a great producer, preeminent producer works hard. A preeminent attorney works hard. Doctors, lawyers, whatever. If you want to be preeminent, the real requirement is putting in the hours and time and the effort to become preeminent. Absolutely. And part of that, in addition to working hard, or part of working hard, is take the time. I sound like a broken record. We've all talked about the following, but take the time to think about what are your distinctives? What are your real, compelling, unique, and powerful differentiators? And if you don't have any, then through this coaching program, we can help you with that. But yeah, you've right. got to have that. Add that to the hard work, and you've got a winning combination. Matt, that's well said. Because, you know, if you're if you're gregarious and you go out there, or you're an introvert and you go out there, and you don't have a compelling story, you don't have a way to set yourself apart from everybody else. And you introverts, I think, already have an advantage over mm. maniacs because you're probably good listeners and we're over talkers. You know, so that gives you an advantage right away. So it, that's it. Know your compelling story. Know why you answer the question. As soon as you walk in, everybody is thinking and sometimes they'll literally ask you, why should I buy insurance from you? And you've got to be able to answer that and answer it honestly and and, uh, work very hard to develop those skills. And and be prepared to address that question kind of like you hinted at there, Rick, whether they ask it or not. (laughs) If they don't come right out and ask it, that's part of their evaluation of you. So you might as well head that off at the pass and have a good, compelling story and reasons why you should be their broker. You know, it's kind of a fun thing to do in your own personal life. If you're out buying something, if you're mm. buying a car, if you're buying a, a refrigerator, if you're buying whatever, ask the salesperson, why should I buy this product from you? Not your store, not Best Buy. Why should I be buying it from you? And just see what they say. It's kind of a fun thing. I've said this before. When we have people come in to sell us something here at the agency, a lot of times I'll have producers sit in on the, the pitch. And when they leave, let's just say, forget about the copy machine. What did you think about his or her approach? What did you think about how would you buy from them? What did they do right? What did they do wrong? Mm. So it's kind of a fun thing to do. Saw a podcast the other day with a guy who was doing, um, actually, he wasn't a podcast. He was he was pitching something to us over this medium. He did a really great job. Uh, excellent presenter. He was chewing gum. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, and we're using this more and more and more, and we could do a whole podcast on how to effectively use this. And I, I, I would be the one that would need to learn how to effectively use this. But it's one of those things you've got to think about when you're in front of somebody on in this or in person, and you're building that relationship and rapport. That's it. I did. I was guilty of not chewing gum, but doing something kind of similar once. How about drinking out of a... There you go. Years ago, first meeting with a prospect, good size, you know, 100 employee type prospect, fairly straight lace controller type guy that I was meeting with. And at the close of the meeting, you know, it was the first meeting, you know, it was probably there for an hour or so, you know, getting specs and building rapport and doing all that. At the very end of that meeting, something made me kind of scratch my, and I realized when I did that, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm still wearing my sunglasses. <laughs> they Now, they were prescription sunglasses, but they were like aviator, like Mr. Cool, like, like Joe Biden or something. And I said, Bob, or whatever the guys, are, I am so, I pulled them off the head. I am so sorry. These are my only excuse was, and it was true, these are prescription sunglasses. I wear them all the time anyway, and I didn't realize I still had them on. I wasn't trying to be a jerk or anything, but, you know, how did that look to the guy the whole time wearing these, like, dark sunglasses, you know? Oh, man. No, you, were, you were memorable, Matt. You I guess memorable. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he showed me the door, and that was it. <laughs> you know, sometimes if, if you're listening to this podcast and, and um, you, you listen to us coaches, Sometimes we were doing, we're put on this earth to be bad examples for others. And we say all the time, if I've got a young producer that comes in, oh man, I made a big mistake today. Hey, did you ever, and I stopped. Yep. Yep. Care what they, you know, whatever the screw up is, I did it, you know, and that's how we learn and that's what we do. Uh, So I think we're learning today to check your sunglasses at the door. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) It's their prescription lenses. It's dangerous because you don't always. Yeah, that that really is a great story. I am fairly new in wearing glasses. I'm sure Mm -hmm. you guys really want to hear this. I can't tell you how many times I leave the house, go out to my car. I got my glasses. I have to go back in and you know put them on. And my wife is going, "You wear glasses now?" I said, yeah, I know. I got them. <laughs> Boy, you guys are getting a whole lot out of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm curious before we wrap up today. Uh, just curious, uh, get be fully transparent here. Do you guys lean personally lean more introvert or extrovert naturally? That's a good question. I think my natural is is introvert. I really do. I, I, but I've been in this business for a long time, and I've kind of felt I do make rapport. I, I can build rapport rather quickly, but my natural probably is introvert. Even though I'm a musician. And even though I've got a gig tonight in front of a bunch of people and all that, my natural is, and by the way, that's why God invented scotch. Uh, my natural is to kind of be an introvert. Not, how about you, Matt? Uh, first of all, I'm shocked at that, Rick. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Uh, but same here. Same here. Yeah. I, I would naturally lean towards introversion, if there's such a word, <laughs> towards being an introvert. And I would say that over the years, uh, but it came pretty easy for me to 
become more extroverted, rapport building, joking around with clients and prospects yeah. and all that. And yeah. nothing makes that easier than a few wins under your belt and you sure. know build, building the confidence. But yeah. absolutely, I would say my tendency innately would be uh, uh, introversion. Yeah, I, and I'm not grossly an introvert, as you can no. imagine, but mm-hmm. you, you learn how to turn the switch on and not be phony, but remembering that you need to push yourself to get out and do these things that you need to do. And I've been doing it for a long time, so right. I'm not right, the right. introvert that I once was like yeah. you, Matt. I'm, I was mm-hmm. a recovering introvert, and then now I'm an egomaniac. I've kind of gone the other way, so <laughs> you know, that can happen to you. Well, I, I think you guys are great examples of, uh, and especially for anyone you know that's an introvert listening to this, is you guys put in the work, did what it took yeah. to, to become preeminent and, and on that preeminent journey. So well done. Yeah, yeah it's a great journey. Join us. It's it's a fun journey to to go from average to preeminent. Um, it's rewarding in in so very very many ways, and and oh, you yeah. can do it. Yeah. Introvert, extrovert, whatever you are, it can be done. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you are an introvert, I hope you have gotten some hope from that. Knowing, and even at the very end there, hearing the coaches say that they naturally their natural uh, uh, lean is towards being an introvert, but they put in the time, they put in the work on this path of preeminent to avoid average and really become preeminent. A great example of what they have done, and you can do it too. We'll see you in the next podcast. If you liked this episode, I would appreciate if you took the time to subscribe, like, leave a review, and we'll be covering much more topics in future podcasts. Until next time, we'll see you in the next episode of The Preeminent Producer. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of The Preeminent Producer Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.